It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is doing well this evening. Um, I'm your host, Jameer. We are here on the show, uh, podcast, blog talk, Heavenly Places, along with uh, Dor- Dorothy Carruthers. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in this evening. Um, we are now on the last month of the year. This this year really, really, really just went fast. Wow, I can't believe it's December. Um, this evening we're going to talk about uh, the word one of one of the names of God, actually Elohim, Elohim. And then before we go into that one, um, I actually want to open up it in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace and salvation, Father. Um, open up your word to us, Father. Open up your scriptures, Father. Help us to. Uh, have understanding of your word, understanding of, of who you are, Father, who you are to us, who you are to our brothers and sisters, Father. We ask these things, Father, in uh, Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so uh, we all know that uh, the word Elohim um, is actually comes from the uh, Hebrew language. It actually comes from the Hebrew language. Um, and we see, especially in recent times, actually one thing that's interesting about the Hebrew language is a language that was not spoken for many, many years, and it's a language that's uh, actually coming back very, very strong with all the studying and I guess all the records they have from the past. They have, was actually able to reconstruct that language, and people are speaking it and studying it um, because of a whole lot of, Information. If you ever want to know anything really about the Bible and a lot of the things they wrote wrote, wrote in the uh, Old Testament, a lot of it was written in Hebrew, and it helps you get an understanding of it. Um, me myself, uh, when I first started hearing about Hebrew, and like, oh man, what? Why are people always talking about this Hebrew language? I mean, because I'm I'm English, you know, born and raised in America, you know, English is a language I understand. What is the purpose behind this this Hebrew language? Um, and there are many many people, many teachers. These uh, look on YouTube video, blog talks, and all that. They talk a lot about the Hebrew language and Hebrew words. You know, sometimes a lot of those people they're actually just I believe they're just trying to sound like oh I'm, I'm smart and I know something that you do not know. Um, and some people they want to sound more credible and more intelligent and. I'm not denying the fact that a lot of the people who use Hebrew language uh, and words and, and all of those kind of things, they're not intelligent. Actually, a lot of them are very intelligent, very scholarly and trained and all these kind of things. Um, but uh, a lot of times they're just focusing so much on the language and the words and phonetics and all those kind of things that uh, they're not making it relatable to people. So you have a lot of people talking about Hebrew language and Hebrew words, and then they're 
kind of going around repeating that to other people. But I guess the question is, uh, what does that mean to me? You know, a lot of times you you learn things, you learn concepts, not just with the Hebrew language, but you can learn different mathematical concepts like in algebra, trigonometry, and all these kind of things you're going through school. Okay, it's, it's nice to know like the FOIL equation and all these types of things, but how is this relevant to me in my life? You know, if you're going to be like an engineer and um, or something like that, it might come in handy. Or you might have a situation where you have a car or some type of problem that you actually have to solve in life where that can apply. But a lot of times, uh, a lot of it is like, oh, okay, I know this. And then it just like, after a while, it just goes in one ear and out another ear. Um, so one of my uh, goals for you tonight is hope, hopefully that I, you and including myself, but not just know this particular Hebrew word, but we, we would uh, get a clearer understanding of it uh, in our walk with the, the Father, our Father, God, Father in Heaven, um, to help us have a better walk, to help us to know our Father more so that uh, we can glorify His name um, even better, you know. <clears throat> I like to actually compare it to um, one of the things, one of the examples I want to give you is, uh, is uh, like a young child maybe they're like six or seven years old and they're trying to like maybe they're trying to say mother or father they actually they kind of get those words kind of right but maybe they're trying to say like their uncle's name like my name is Jameer some of my nephews and all of them they'll say Mir or or Joe or, or something crazy like that but I know they're trying to say my name you know um but they they don't they don't get it clearly so they just like kind of shorten it up you know and a lot of times we um, we we kind of try to say God's name or or try to say some something from the Hebrew language, and even if we don't get it 100% correct, you know, even if we don't understand 100% correct, like pronouncing pronouncing the Hebrew words right, even pronouncing the English words right, you know, our Father in heaven, He knows what we call on His name when we're calling towards Him. So even if we don't get 100% perfect, guess what? He is going to hear us, you know. So if we know the Hebrew, English, Spanish, whatever it is, you know, our Father, He's going to hear us just as long as our hearts and motives are pure and right. Okay. Um, anyway, let's get to the scripture. Actually, the, the scripture is actually one of the most probably unavoidable scriptures if you try to read the Bible from the beginning to end, um, as we have it, is, uh, is in uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Um, is the Hebrew word for God that we're going to be talking about this evening. Um, it says, uh, the scripture reads, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So Genesis 1, 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, um, we know, uh, of course, that the, the Hebrew word here for God is Elohim. You spell that E-L-O-H-I-M. That's the English word. Uh, that's the translated in English, E-L-O-H-I-M, and pronounced in English. I, I believe that's how you pronounce it in the Hebrew, too, Elohim. But it's spelled different if you ever looked at Hebrew uh, words, letter, lettering. They're very creative to me, very artistic. I wish I, I wish I could write it, you know. And each one of those letters and wiggles and squiggles and all of that, if, 
I'm not a Hebrew expert, but all of them actually mean something. Even like the little small dots, it's, it's just so amazing to me, you know. Um, but anyway, to get him back to this Elohim, um, is it really any difference, you know? Okay, if I know Elohim or God, and I could not, not really, but it helps us when we when we study to get a better understanding, a clearer understanding, more specific understanding. Um, we know that the word God, for example, in English, it, it's uh, a general term, you know, because there's, there's many gods. Um, Islam, they have a god. Uh, uh, Hinduism or Buddhism, you know, they I believe they have some type of god or some type of energy being. Um, actually, Hinduism, they have many, many types of gods. Um, even... Second uh, Corinthians chapter four verse four says that Satan is the god of this world, um, and also there are things that we as individuals place as gods in our own life, or types of types of gods or idols that we kind of worship. You know, it could be material things, clothing, cars, celebrities. You know, um, even though we might not actually call them gods, so some people actually do these days. Um, but there are many types. Gods and basically what they are is titles. The word God is like kind of like almost more like a title. Um, another way to look at it is uh, comparing it like to to colors and specifically one of the colors I want to use as an example is the color red. Okay, we know that there are many shades of red. We have what some of the ones reds that I looked at was cinnamon red. Scarlet red, brick red, ruby red. I mean, the list goes on and on. Actually, it's, it's so many reds that even like undiscernible to the human eye, you know, they even start to making reds with different colors, I mean, numbers and letters to kind of code them to kind of distinguish the differences between them when you get into all the reds. Um, there's so many reds, 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 you know. Um, Often though, like when the police, you know, when they're asking for the make and model, the video, uh, uh, not video, I'm sorry, but vehicle, some, they will uh, say that it's a, a car, and if they're saying red, okay, they might, even sometimes on the news, I see where they get specific to what particular kind of shade of red it is, or not just red, but blue or green and all these kind of things, because you got lime green, dark green, all these types of things, um. So these, there's a variation and differences even in these colors, red, 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 green, 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 and even in the title of God, there's very variations. There is a, a distinguishment. There is a difference, you know. Um, so uh, I say this, the one thing that we can have an understanding that, uh, that God is not, when we say God, we're not really saying his name. We're referring to it as like a title, you know, a title, you know, uh, like Father God, you know, um, or even on a personal level, you know, uh, like someone calling me, hey, man, come here, or one of my, my students saying, hey, teacher, come here, or somebody saying that he's a podcast host, you know, I am a man, uh, I am a teacher, and I also uh, am a podcast as here, podcast excuse me, podcast host here along with uh, Dorothy Carruthers. Um, those are just titles, but they're they're not my name. Um, they're kind of like just like 
describing attributes who I am. Um, and the same thing is true with this uh, particular word of Elohim, um, a title of God. Um, Elohim is uh, means uh, plural, meaning plural, which means uh, one of the attributes is more than one. So that, to me, right there was very interesting because, uh, well, that kind of brings in the concept of the, the Trinity or however you want to label it. We have uh, in the New Testament, um, However, throughout Scripture, like even in what we call the Old Testament in Genesis through uh, Malachi, I forgot what the last book in the Old Testament is. I think it's Malachi. Anyway, in the Old Testament, we see, if we begin to look at the Hebrew words of it, we see Father God, we see even, I believe, Son of God and the Holy Spirit, you know, and we see all of them playing their roles throughout the Scripture, not just in the New Testament, but we see it in the Old Testament. But a lot of times we can't see it clearly because we're just focusing on that word God um, instead of, like, the different variations, the different shades. And this one here in particular, Elohim, um, which is more specific, but it also can be, mean plural, meaning Father, Son, and Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, Um the three different ways of uh, of pluralism. Um, <clears throat> the word E-L, actually the beginning of it is, is uh, plural. Um, uh, personal character of Elohim, when you shorten it, is the E-L part of it. Then we have the other part of it, which kind of brings in uh, the part of uh, here in Genesis where, it's, where it says he's creating um, sorry, getting it is about kind of those fixed up, but we uh we see here in Genesis chapter one one sorry Genesis chapter one verse one we see that Elohim what are they doing? Um, they're creating it says they create what the heavens and earth. So what is the heavens and earth? Um, we have the heavens. I believe is talking about like the planets. Uh, Jupiter, Mars, actually the United States or NASA or someone, they just sent something over to one of those planets of Mars or Venus. I believe they sent a rocket ship over there. But not just what we we see right here, but the, the entire solar system, the entire galaxies and everything that is in it. Um, one thing that's so amazing about the uh, universe is it. I believe scientists say with even all the advanced technology, telescopes and all these kind of things that they have, that they miss a whole lot. I mean, I think, believe they only see like 10% of the sky of what they can see. And then there's even stuff beyond what they can't see that they just, just kind of guessing or estimating guesses, you know. Like it's, it's this much extra other stuff that we cannot see. And all these things that in the beginning here, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, we see the guy says, let, let there be, when he was creating all these things, that involves the planets, the solar system, the moons, rocks, all this kind of things, uh, space, time, matter, energy. Like, you know, you ever heard of it if you took in the science class, the periodic tables, the literature, uh, the elements on, on that or whatever, like with the diamonds, the carbon, and all these kind of things. Uh, Elohim was all, was creating those things. So, like, time, space, all this kind of stuff wasn't 
and existence. So we know our Father, He lives in eternity. God and Jesus, they was in eternity, and they kind of created time. That's kind of like a very, very, very hard concept to understand. Like, what time? There was a time when time didn't exist. How can you, how can you say that? Because ever since I've been alive, you know, it's been time. I mean, the sun's going up and down. But actually, our Father Elohim is so great that He actually created that. You know, that's one of the things that uh, that we can praise and worship on that He created time, and everything that was that is within it, like the rocks, moons, and space, all of these kind of things, like the things that we are even using today, like the the telephone, um, uh, television, laptop, clothing. Even though, like in Genesis one one, a lot of these things they were they was not around, not in the form they have today. But the Father planted them in the ground, and these elements because He knew that uh, we would be able to make this type of technologies and things like that. He put it in the ground on purpose, so that we can find and discover these things. You know, that's one amazing thing about our Father God. You know, He uh, He always likes us to discover, and these are the things that, that we are just discovering in time. You know. Just imagine the things that are in eternity. I believe in Corinthians, no guy had, I'm sorry, no eye has seen or ear has heard for the things that the Father has prepared for those that love us, that, that, um, so that, that he loves. There's so many things that he has prepared for us that we can't even fathom and understand. It would just blow our mind, you know, um, I believe some people we were unable to receive some things because God knows that there are things you know the we cannot handle. Um, so going back to this Elohim um, again uh, in nature, you know God he he is great he is powerful. Um, Romans chapter one verse two. It says, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. Um, so, and uh, actually in Romans chapter 1, verse 2, that's another time when we see Elohim. So, um, everything that we have seen, you know, everything we, do, we see that is created, guess what? All the nations of the world, you know what, they're not going to have an excuse. We actually had an event, you know, that was kind of controversial that happened uh, in, on some islands off of India where a missionary, and I believe I talked a little bit about last week, um, where we had uh, an individual, he wanted to go and witness to these people. And a, a few things that was controversial about it, well, number one, he, according to the vault, he wasn't supposed to be nowhere near there. And the people who took him there, actually, they are facing manslaughter charges. Another thing that's kind of controversial is, is that people of the island, their immunity is not built up like a, a, us in Western society or modern civilizations. And we have all these shots that we have taken, like for measles and all these kind of things, and they, that could actually wipe out that entire population if one if a person was to go to that island because of the different diseases and things that we carry that they have not been exposed to because we have, like, the chemtrails and all those kind of things going on. 
So those were the kind of things that were making kind of controversial, but getting back to what we're talking about here specifically, that even if, you know what, even if no one, I believe, had ever went to that island to tell about Jesus, guess what? It says that uh, creation, you know, is going to um, testify that that there is a God, you know, and it's this here in Romans 1 verse 2, it says that people are going to be without excuse. So even if no one had ever made it to that, that island, you know, people are still going to be held accountable for just by the testimony of creation, the Elohim is in. And that, that, that right there to me is uh, very interesting to me. Um, another scripture uh, that I wanted to bring um, <clears throat> about Elohim is uh, Jeremiah. Actually, this is talking about a little bit more about um nature aspect of it, but it's uh, Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 24. It says, uh, Can any hide himself in a secret place that I shall not see him, says the Lord? Did not I fill the heavens and the earth, says the Lord? So here again, we're talking about God, God Elohim, his amazing him, him, being, him being so amazing. So God, it says, uh, number one, no one can hide himself, you know, that they cannot, that he cannot see him. Even like, you know, Genesis, uh, in Genesis where uh, a guy was asking Adam, where is he? You know, God wasn't asking him the question like, oh, I really do not know where uh, Adam is. Man, is he is he on the east side of the garden or is he hiding under a tree? Where is he? Uh, God knew where Adam was. He just wanted Adam to kind of see where he was. So this Jeremiah 23, verse 24 says, Can any hide himself in a secret place that I shall not see him? So no matter where they are, if they in some remote village, um, some remote island that mankind has not touched, you know, guess what? Our Father in heaven, he knows that they're there. If they're in some mountain highway in the Himalayas, where man, where where they have been isolated or separated from man, guess what? Or some place in Australia, our Father, He knows where they are. I mean, He knows the number of heads of the hair on our heads, you know. And not only that, but it says, "Did not I feel heaven and earth?" Says, says the Lord. So He is not only provided just all these resources, these natural things, the food and all the plants and all these kind of things, but they are all to point to him, or they they all point to him, you know, as a, a creator, a designer, you know, uh, um, something intentional that expresses and shows his love to all mankind. So they all, people... Everywhere, you know, it's, I'm not saying that we should not witness, but if we don't witness, guess what? The scripture says the rocks are going to cry out in our stead, and they're going to tell the goodness of our Father, you know, whether whether we are there or not. But it is important that we should witness and um, talk about the goodness of God. And all throughout Genesis chapter one, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just read this this uh, chapter one. Um, it says, uh, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the earth, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. 
And again, that word God right there is Elohim, and God or Elohim said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the uh, light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and in darkness he called night. And and it says in, in Genesis 1, 6, it says, and God. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 7, it says, and God made the firmness. Uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 8, it says, and he, he called the firmament heaven. And God said, or Elohim said, that the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry lands appear into it. In verse 10, it says, and, and God, or Elohim, called the dry land earth. And the gathering together the waters, he called seas, and God, or Elohim, saw that it was good. So here we, in verse 1, we have all these where it says God, but it's, it's saying Elohim, and I believe it's just not talking about our Father God, but it's talking about uh Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I believe all of them are involved in uh, this creation process, you know, or uh, some people, like if you believe in a gap, a gap theory, the, uh, the recreation or regeneration of the earth, you know, um, no matter what side you stand on on that barrier, we have Elohim, not just a God, not just God like in general, but some, someone a person being specific, and we know that it's a person and not just like, you know, oh, you know, people talk about the universe. Yeah, I hope the universe brings you good energy and all this kind of stuff. They're trying to be politically correct and they're trying not to offend anyone. But that you, God, Elohim, is a person. Even in, in these scriptures, we see the person of because it says, uh, um, let's see, uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 10. The one that I just read, it says, and God, Elohim, saw that it was good. Um, so we have the good that he's seen something, and it, he's saying this is good. Like, he's getting some type of feeling out of it, some type of some type of vibe out of, oh, this is good, you know. We see the person of God, of God. And when I'm saying person, I'm not, sometimes we think of ourselves as people. A person means means just more than just people. It just means more than individual. But it's it's like an attribute of God. And we are the reason why we are persons is because God is a person. He is a being. He he's not a something that's uh like a chair. A chair is not a person. <laughs> you know, a, a, even an animal. I guess animals are not persons. But we as people, we we are persons. Uh, our fathers. We are persons because our father is person. Elohim is persons. Um, so that's another thing about the name of God is he is not impersonal, but he's someone that wants to be interactive, involved, um, creative. All these attributes of God, you know, that I'm mentioning or saying about Elohim, guess what? They're, they're uh, and to a lesser degree, they are in us. Um, the scripture says, uh, this last scripture that I have written it and down in here, it says that all have uh, sinned and fallen short of what? The glory of God. You know, um, fallen short of the glory of God. You know what that's basically saying is uh, that we are failing to what? To be like God, to think like God, to hope like God, to love like God, even to create like God when uh the parable of the talents, 
you know, a guy gave certain people talents, you know, and he came back and, like, some of them, they did something, they made even more things. And then one person, he was so scared, he buried his stuff, stuff and didn't do anything with it. Um, and the when the master came back, of course, who was God or Father, he was very disappointed in that person. Um, and he said even what he has will be taken away from him. Anyway, so I, I say all of this because Elohim being creator, I attribute he expects us to create this podcast. I mean, we're not creating earth. We're not creating rocks, but we're creating things out of things he has, has blessed us with. Um, maybe we're doing something like knitting. Maybe we're doing a, a web page or maybe we're doing a podcast or like Dorothy Carruthers, she has this whole network, media network, where it's not just me, but she has Apostle James Vivian. Then she has the, the table, the, uh, the table talk ministry. Then she has Jer- Jerry doing a minute. Andrew, all these different people doing these different things because she's using her talent of with technology. She knows how to do technology. She knows how to network, and all these things that she's being created with. And, and I'm not saying you have to be a technology person, but I had a grandmother. She knitted, and that's what her was her thing. She made dresses and things like that, and sent them over. As as part of mission project, so all of us are gifted. Some of us are gifted with talking, um, writing, uh, cooking, all these things. You know, some sweeping a broom. You may think that they're so insignificant, you know, but to our father, he he values each one of them, um, and he sees when we do these things, uh, and in light of him, and or to glorify him. He not just we're not just doing these things to be rewarded, but he he gets honored and he and he becomes proud, not in a bad way, of these things that we are doing because we're, we're reflecting him, we're being creative, we're being like Elohim, you know. Um, this is one one, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. He wants us to be creative, okay, um, and that's one way that you can apply Elohim into your life, and I hope that you apply. Uh, Dorothy, did you have anything you want to add or say about it? If you're there. No, I, the only thing, I, I have an understanding that Elohim is a plural. Um, I don't, in the concept of, you know, I'm not even going to be able to say this right. It's in my head, but I'm not going to be able to put it out right. But it is a plurality of being, perhaps all the aspects of God in that one name, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. It's, um, yeah, yes, I, I, I definitely agree with that one. Um, a lot of times that's one thing that's also that I believe is good uh, knowing some of the Hebrew languages because you get a depth or understanding of it. It's like um, not saying that the English language is a, a child of language because the English language in itself is, is complex too. But um, sometimes when you're talking to a, a, a child and trying to to uh, explain and give, give them the different things, you have to give them extra extra words or extra English, even like when you're going on a trip, you know, <laughs> like, man, are we there yet? It was like, well, we're going to be there in 30 miles or 30, but how long is that? You know, 
But the Hebrew language, I believe it helps you kind of like understand that, understand that right there to to another level. Like, oh, well, God, okay, what is that? Well, it's um, Elohim. It's, it's like a plural. It's like a deafness of as many attributes. But what is that? And it's always like a different, another layer that you can go into, you can investigate. Um, uh, because our father, you know, he's, the scripture says he's beyond finding out. Even though he wants us to find out as much as about him and who he is, he wants us. He wants us to explore these things and investigate these things, you know. But even in our own exploring and investigating, he knows there's no way we ever going to know all about him, you know, because he's just so bad, so omnipotent, so omnipowerful, you know, um, and distinguishable. All these titles, even though these titles, you know, which I'm saying they're they they're not even good enough to this. this to to uh, describe who he is, it's like an astronomer. You know, they got these great telescopes; they can't even see the whole universe, like ten percent of it, if that. And that's like we using these words to kind of measure God. But even these words, even though they kind of point to where he is, they they're not saying it all of who he is. That's why the word God, the title, is good to like to know and investigate the different names because then you get to see different attributes, different elements, and then with each one of those elements, there's even more things you can drill down into and investigate and find out. So yeah, I, I very much agree with that, what you're saying, Dorothy, about the pluralism with that one. Yeah, it's just... And I I know that he does want to be known by his creation. Because <clears throat> you know how we like to be known by the people we love. We like to, you know, it gives us a sense of comfort and security that someone really knows who we are. So I, I think yes. he has that same, same desire. Not that he's human, but you know, he put these needs in us, and we are created mm. in his image. So these basic human needs have to mean something special to him. Yes, like it, 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 to me, that's just so amazing because we we can sometimes fall into like how the the people like in a new age where the God is like this energy, and then he's like this uh, force, and all this kind of thing, but. He is a, a person, like you're saying, and all these feelings that we have, the Father, he already has them. Like, he he uh, had love and kindness and gratitude, um, even disappointment. We see that in Scripture. Yeah. He, had, he, had, he had those things, you know, things that we, we experience, and he knows how to control them, <laughs> you know. But we <laughs> did, even in ourselves, you know, we, we have, like, Road rage, and we go like the extreme, <laughs> you know. So we try to like cut somebody off on the road, and all these kind of things, because of like these these emotions and feelings that we're feeling, um, or try to lock the door on somebody, or or say wrong words to someone because we're not practicing walking in His likeness, you know, practicing the fruits of the spirit, <laughs> patience, and all these kind of things that. That our father, he's training, he's trying to, that's why it's a lot, like some of these things happen to us because he wants to bring out these things in us where we can uh, learn. Like, I, I just like to say the earth is like a big old training ground. You know, it's like right now, and it seems so long that we hear 
um, like, man, what are things going to get changed? It seems like it's so tough, and it has been a long time for many people. I mean, that is, it has been tough. People have lived hard, hard lives. You know, you got people growing up without parents. You got people growing up with their communities, not just here in America, but in the other continents and world where we got, like, 11-year-olds raising five- and six-year-olds, their little brothers and sisters, because their parents have been killed in some type of war, some type of famine, and all these kinds of things. But they themselves are going through a situation. They also are believers, and they're in their own training ground. And even though everything is so real right now, but when we think about eternity and when eternity happens, this right here is going to seem like a second. If even that, for everything else that's left to come, you know. So, but it's, it's like we're just in this big training ground. We're learning about the Father, learning about Elohim, learning how to be like Him, learning how to act like Him and respond like Him, you know, because He, He, our Father's training us to be creative. All this creativity and all these feelings, and all, all the good things, they're not going to stop when we leave this this uh, place, leave this earth, and when when the new heavens and earth came, we. Come, we're still going to be creative. We're still going to be loving each other and having a community and all these types of things. Um, so it's important that we take these little these little gold nuggets down and learn as much as we can now. Um, that way, we we know whenever the, the other things do happen, we're we're kind of ahead of the game, and also it helps us out, helps us out in this life to give us clarity and direction. Um, and it helps us to know our, our father even more, which he, which uh, Dorothy was saying, which he wants um, to have that relationship with him. And he wants us, just like we want people to know, oh, yeah, my favorite color is this, and my favorite movie is that. Our father, he wants us to know the things, that, like his his favorite things also, you know. He has his, his favorite things. And the crazy thing is all of us is his favorite. <laughs> all of us is his favorite children, you <laughs> yeah. so. And did you know that people do not see colors exactly the same? Yes. I, I, you know what? I did know, know that people see colors differently. You know, everyone... Isn't it, that... Which is yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. You know, my truck is either red or maroon, <laughs> depending on if you speak to my husband or me, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's amazing, you know. The people see different, different things. Even like when you look at the, um, the gospels, and it could be one same event, but all of it was truth. What they were saying and seeing, and it kind of like bring bring a dimension, dimensional feel to it, where you're looking at it from different perspectives. You know, even like when the police, when they're trying to get eyewitness accounts of something that happened sometimes the witnesses like the core story may be the same but then they reported different elements that happened because they're seeing different things they're seeing it from different angles and all this kind of stuff different perspectives different mindsets um so this it's all interesting but when you come bring it all together you know you, the police officers they get a more complete picture of uh what happened and then time in and all these kind of things and that also is is true with us with the spiritual things, spiritual truths, because learning about the different 
characteristics of Elohim and then the other titles like El Shaddai, some of the other ones we'll go through, you will get different dimensions, different persons, different attributes of the Father, and seeing different attributes of him, you're going to see different attributes of yourself, you know, you know. So you're you're not God, you know, far from it, but you are his offspring, you are his his child, his pride and joy. You know. Um Well uh so Dorothy, was you gonna say something? No, that's all I've got. Um Yeah, that's it. It's it's empty now. I emptied it all out. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I hope that you guys who are listening, ladies listening, children listening, you're able to to get something out of this. This will help you um, with the scriptures I gave: Genesis one one, Jeremiah twenty three verse twenty four, um, Corinthians First uh, Corinthians four four. It'll help you and guide you this week. Um, I guess I will close this evening in a prayer um, and I'll also before I guess before I close I want to encourage you to use, investigate the word for yourself because the father he's going to reveal different things to you the same things to you he'll give you clarity uh, even more clarity than I'm able to give you because uh, you're actually hearing directly from him and not through like a they're not saying that I'm not I'm going to teach you something bad, but it's always nice to hear directly from the Father. Um, I'll close in prayer. Uh, Father, Father God, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your scripture. We thank you for your promises. I lift up all the listeners. Protect them from hurt, harm, and danger, Father Lord. Protect their families. Protect everything connected from them, Father Lord. Let, Let there not be any tragedies, Father Lord, over this holiday, Father, that not any, the people who celebrated not no, no trees caused fires in the houses to where the houses are burning, prisons are being destroyed, lives are being taken away, Father Lord, let, let electricity work fine, Father Lord, let people have shelter, Father Lord, during this time, let people on the streets during this cold time, let them, the shelters be open, Father Lord, the doors be open, the churches, Father, who's at, who are able to do Things that'll have cops and things like that for people, Father. Um, let those doors be open. Protect your people, Father Lord, um, from hurt, harm, danger, calamity. Help our leaders of our country, Father Lord. We know that one of our presidents just died, Father Lord. Comfort the family, Father. Comfort our family, Father Lord. Um, the politicians, Republicans, Democrats, the ones libertarians, whatever they want to call libertarians. I don't can't think of their name right now, Father. Um, but just draw them towards you, Father. Draw them toward a love for you. Help help them to know the Elohim, Father Lord, even more, Father Lord. Give them a greater desire, Father, and comfort them knowing it's time of loss, Father. Um, and also help legislation, Father Lord, the past, everything you know that's going on, things are moving quickly. Father Lord, let things be done, Father Lord, with our president, Father Lord, and with the presidents of other countries, Father the nation of Israel, Father Lord, the nations scattered abroad, Father Lord, your people. I know, Father, you are raising up people in all the nations, God Lord, Iran, Iraq, um, Malawi, on the continent, Father Lord, Africa, Australia, even here in the United States, you're raising up people at a church, Father Lord, that's not in four walls, Father, but uh, that's in the community and in the streets and neighborhoods. Um, 
give them words of encouragement, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Well, that I want to thank you. Thank you for having me, and um, and thank everyone for listening. And I will hear from y'all, or, or y'all will hear from me next week. Okay. And everyone have a blessed week. Until we next meet, my cat's going crazy. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's a little distracting. Um, everyone be blessed and bless as many others as you can. So thank you so much, Jameer. Thank you. And And you have a blessed night, too. Thank you. You, t- you I'm also. Gonna, I'm going to sit on this cat, I think. Okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.